The following is a paid program, and the views expressed are those of the hosts and guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPTF or Curtis Media Group. Information provided is of a general nature. Listeners seeking specific advice should contact a licensed professional in the appropriate area. Welcome back to Making Your Home Great. Now here's Dave Alexander. (laughs) Who did that? (laughs) I like that. Who is this? I, I have no idea. Making your home great on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. We are live in studio on a special Friday night edition. Why is it special? Because it's Friday night. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, my know. gosh. I was not expecting that. That one turned out so That was cute. cool. So cool. Okay. So here's the thing. You both had a hard time getting in here. Yeah. Where were you coming from, Holly? I was coming from our office, so I was trying to come up 40. Um, there was like a five-car pileup, so I hope everybody's okay. And Brock coming from a different direction. Garner. Unfortunately, Garner. I live at the White Oak shopping area. Yeah. And I, it, it's great for property value, but as oh, busy yeah. as it gets over there, I've just learned you don't leave the driveway between 5.30 and 6.30 in the afternoon. It took me 22 minutes to get from my house Wow. To seventy, which is a quarter mile. Sure, it's just stoplight, stoplight, stoplight. Cars backed all the way up. So it's just crazy. I have said a long for a long time, and I, you know, people are listening, but they're not listening. We have too many people and not enough road. That's the truth, right? We, <laughs> we just need to plow down some an, an off like a an access point. If we could just find some place to put another highway. We'd be fine. Yeah, and if they could finish the highway in less than a calendar decade, that would also be helpful. I'm not. I'm not concerned about that no. because, as <laughs> you well know, I'm getting a nickel a day for every cone that's out there on the road. I invented road cones. Did you? So yes. So here we go. Making your home great. Primetime edition. Holly Bowers from RoofWorks. How's RoofWorks? That's great. Is it really? Yes, getting ready for the holidays. we got a lot of fun stuff coming up. Yeah. Holidays are really special at RoofWorks. Really? Yes. I You've got a great showroom. I assume you do, you're decorating. Yes, we, we'll probably be pulling a tree out next week or the week after, but we got Thanksgiving potluck coming up. And then oh. this year I'm so excited because yes. this is going to be the first year that we get to have Christmas with everyone and their whole families and kids. Oh, and yes. I'm, oh you, I'm you guys so, go all out. You do an yeah. event? Well, usually we have a Christmas party um, with our employee staff, but now we're able to, we're going to bring everybody. So it's going to be, this is going to be a really special Christmas for Exciting. us. Exciting. Well, if you invite the kids, it'll be a week later or two days later. Everybody's got a cold. <laughs> Just trust me about no, that. No, yeah, because we always get gifts for them. And then we got Santa coming. That's uh, why I said, I'm just, I'm really, really excited about are you, this. Are you going to be... I'm not going to be Santa. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier also here. Uh, how are you doing? We're doing okay. Our season uh, is cooling off when it comes to the insulation side and the mold remediation and sealed crawl spaces is starting to kick up again. We're also getting a lot of radon installs here recently with the temperature change and fluctuation. And people forget there's this substance called radon, which can be a health hazard. It can it's, be. It's not in every home in a development. And if your neighbor's got problems with radon, 
It doesn't necessarily mean that you do. Yeah, it, it depends on the area. There are uh, a couple of random pockets in Apex, a couple of random pockets in, in Cary where certain neighborhoods are affected. And then there's certain counties in the area sure. that uh, have the same problem, which is, you know, one of the reasons that we tell people, even if we're not involved, okay, the reason you have a smoke detector in your house mm -hmm. is to alert you if there's a problem. Okay. Okay. So it's an alarm system. Same thing you have on your windows and the doors. If there's an issue, you want it to inform you. Yeah. I recommend putting a, a sensor in the crawl space that will monitor for not only high relative humidity, but radon. Last time we talked about this, Holly, I invented something on the radio, which was in fact a real thing. <laughs> I said, Brock, wouldn't it be neat if we just had a sensor we could put underneath the house and handle all of these things. Well, your dreams are have come true. Everything <laughs> from mold to relative humidity to radon yeah. to, and they got that. They call they're they called uh, Air Things house kits. Yeah. Okay, so you can get onto Google or you know whatever search engine you're using and and just look up Air Things house kits. Now they they run somewhere between two and three hundred dollars. They are Wi-Fi. Okay, oh, so sure. it'll run through your router. You can check um, uh, percentages and, and radon spike and humidity from anywhere in the world. It's yeah. not a Bluetooth, uh, but they're they're fancy and they, they can be set up to send you emergency alerts if there's an issue. Now we we push those pretty heavily. We we recommend them to every customer just because yeah. we think they're brilliant and they they work so well. Yeah. And several customers who have had them installed in the last year or two have reached out in the last week. And yeah. said, "Hey, we're we're getting elevated radon uh, spikes down there. What do we do about it? Mm -hmm. And you know, we're going to go out and install a radon mitigation system to help alleviate that problem. But they wouldn't have even known about it, right? Had they not had some sort of monitoring system down there. That's right. so great. It's such a pre like proactive mm -hmm. system. I, I want that whole. I, I want that concept of the smart house." Yeah. Where we, you know, where you could just go somewhere and find out everything, yeah. including the electrical usage. See, this is we need to add that on the same sensor: electrical usage, um, gas usage. That would be helpful. You know, the the whole thing. All right, Holly Bowers from RoofWorks is here. Holly, how are roofs? <laughs> everything good? Well, I mean, this is the time of the year, honestly, to get if it's time for replacement it's a good time because you can also help with the heating and cooling and right. the energy efficiency and everything else oh, yeah. people don't really realize that but i mean it gets cold and if you do a roof replacement with the proper ventilation system it's actually going to help your house a lot what? it definitely can and this time of year think yeah. about everything that's fallen off the trees yep I mean, every house I drive by right now, the gutters are just overflowing mm -hmm. with branches and, yes. and leaves. And this is the time of year to kind of do a little bit of maintenance. Get up there, take a look at the roof, take a look at the gutters, get them all cleaned out. Right. Because you are not going to want to develop the issues that come with, with not having that done properly. And on the other hand, not that I want people to slow down their phone calls to RoofWorks. Right now, if I clean out my gutters... They're going to be ready in another two weeks or three weeks. <laughs> well, I mean, usually you want to wait until the leaves are done falling before yeah. you spend the kind of money to get them cleaned out. So, yes, just wait. It's always good to wait. Make sure you don't have the little struggling ones coming through mm -hmm. the pipeline. Yep. 
or do them now and then put in proper guards to prevent them from getting clogged again. Uh, yeah, that, and I think Holly idea. over here knows something a little bit about that. Okay, now how many different <laughs> leaf systems oh, are there? That's an infinity Really? answer there yeah there's so many well how many do do you guys look at i mean we've got we've got a couple good ones really good ones that we like to sell and it it all depends on what kind of trees you have i know we've talked about this before but yeah. with pine trees you need a different type of gutter guard system versus with oak trees you're going to you're going to want to use um a certain type as well so that's always just get us out there let us evaluate it and then we're going to price you accordingly you I've, get the I've, wrong one the needles are coming in yeah, yeah and like i told you there's i mean some of those gutter system gutter guard systems are so expensive and it's, it's just a gutter guard the the old that's school way of doing it is most people would go up there with a the material that loosely resembles chicken wire right. and they would nail it in or use self-tapping screws to mm-hmm. mount it to the top of the gutter but that, that only stops a portion of the stuff that gets in there. And those big pine needles, yeah. those are super thin and can squeeze through the majority of those wires. Sure. And those get bound up like a like a hairball in the gutter, hmm. right? It, it causes a backflow of pressure, so it's not properly draining. Then you have water that's filling up the gutter, spilling over the backside into the fascia, yeah. causing water damage in other places. I like the way you go to the scientific <laughs> description of it. It causes it a, deep. what did you call it? A backflow of... Pressure. I mean, it's, it's moving back, back up the gutter. Is that what happens when, say, for instance... Um, Eat Taco Bell? Yes. Okay, That's exactly you. what happens <laughs> with Taco Bell. That's slow pressure. No, that's not Good where I was going. Knowledge. That's not, sorry. But it's close. That's what you don't want to no. have. To your house and your gutter system. When something like the hair gets down in the shower, is that a backflow of it? Never mind. Doesn't matter. Making your home great. Holly Bowers from Roofworks and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier here. uh, The primetime edition of Making Your Home Great, as soon as my assistant comes in, he's going to tell me what we're going to give away food wise. And I know he's listening. He's running down from the third floor now to tell me that, yeah, we got a giveaway for food. Uh, Might as well call up now, 919-860-9783 on Making Your Home Great on WPTF. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. John Champion from the Traffic Center was on today, and his whole report was, yeah, you're not going to get there. Yeah. You're not going to get there. Play you should with have left phone. earlier. Yeah, play with your phone. You're not going. You're not going to get there. All right. <laughs> Holly Bowers from Roofworks. Brock Emmons from Triangle Radiant Barrier on making your home great. Holly suggested another product to Brock during the commercial, which she said, did somebody invent this? She thought of it, but somebody else already had. These are vents that automatically open and close Based on what? The weather or the season? The, the season. The crawl space vents. Crawl space vents that will open or close based on the season. Yeah, most most of us out there that, that have traditional crawl spaces, we have the vents that are along yeah. the outer perimeter of the, the house. Yes. Some of the old school vents and the homes that were built in the you know 1920s and 30s and 40s, yeah. had, oh, they were cast iron. 
Mm. right? So there's no closing. There's no opening. There's a design in it. It looks nice and fancy, but mm. they're open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Yeah. Well, back in the 80s and 90s, they kind of figured out that it was better to, if you keep it ventilated, it's better to open and close your vents at certain times of the year. Okay. So they started coming out with normal vents that you have to go out there and manually open and close by hand. That's yes. the most common. That's they're, what you run into the majority. They were cheap as a nickel. Fairly. They're plastic, yeah. and you know there are little critters that can chew through them and stuff like that, given enough time. And then they have the fancy ones. The fancy ones actually open themselves and close themselves, depending mm. on the season. They're a lot more expensive. Mm. And typically when you have those installed, you have to chisel out the masonry um, because it's embedded in concrete. Yeah. So whoever put them in, slid the vents in, and then used concrete patch to patch it up. Yeah. So you have to chisel away that concrete. The old vent comes out. You slide these new vents into place. Use quickcrete and kind of seal it back up again. So they're not overly difficult to install or replace, right. Right. but the parts themselves can be uh, a lot more expensive than a traditional mm-hmm. open and close vent. On every house I've ever owned, they have been on there just with a wing and a prayer. You could just put your hand on them, and the cement would just pl- fly off. <laughs> we we see that sometimes was, as well. It was not the maybe the most conscientious um, fella who was working on that. Uh-huh. They just said, yeah, 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 scrape that, take that extra mud, scrape that in there. Yeah. And, okay. and we've said on the show before, people ask, you know, when do we have them open? When do we have them closed? Yes, please. I'm I'm very much of the opinion you're, you're better off having a, a sealed crawl space. But if you elect to not go that direction and you yeah. want to keep it ventilated, you have the vents open in the spring and the summer, and you have them closed in the fall and the winter. Now Closed. Closed. So yeah, the well, that makes sense. theory is trying to keep the cold air from, from getting into the crawl space. So your yeah. floors aren't 20 degrees, you know, frozen pipes, Yeah. you know, that, those kind of things. Yeah, and a lot of people don't realize that. That's really important. That's why I brought it up because I know it's, this is the time of the year that you've got to go get those closed up. So, All right, let's talk roofing for a while. Now, in my neighborhood, now this is good. It's going to ease into Brock's stuff anyway. In my neighborhood, we have hip roofs, which for folks who are like me, you don't don't know nothing about them. It's not an A-frame for the whole distance. It's an A-frame except the corners are cut out, right? It's kind of like a pyramid. Yeah, a little like a pyramid, right. We do not have any ventilation system except the ridge vent. Which is yeah. th- three feet long. Right. Like you're a, not going to have enough ventilation on well, a hip roof with just ridge vent well, but the, most of the time. But in our neighborhood, the hip roofs take up maybe a third of the roof length. Does that make sense? It does. So so it's not a, it's not a huge right. area cut out or, a, you know, that, that could have been hip roof, but is not. Or not a whole bunch of of ridge vent that i'm missing yeah you are yeah and most likely you're going to have to add some fans power fans solar fans you you definitely need some more ventilation in that and house who do i call for that well you can call us i know we work with brock really closely and in installing the solar fans so i think it depends on what kind of fan you want and right. typically if homeowners call us and they're looking for solar fans we always send them brock's way and then 
we'll go work with Brock directly to get that installed too. You know, we we learned a, a valuable lesson uh, a few years ago. We had a homeowner that was in Chapel Hill, and he had a hip roof built over his garage, okay. and he wanted to utilize that space for storage. Now, what he ended up having us do was install a, a radiant barrier under the rafters in the attic to cool down the attic as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And he called us back out a few weeks later, and he said, look, man, this is not really working, which blew my socks off. I've been doing this forever, yeah. and it, it works every time. Yeah. So I went back out there very much so assuming that either he had, you know, was, his information was inaccurate or there was a much larger problem. Right. And when I got into his attic, it was substantially hotter than it should have been. And after looking at it, I realized that it was the same problem. He had a hip roof. Yeah. He had a very small vent at the top. So yeah. the radiant barrier was doing a good job filtering all that heat up, but the ventilation was not enough to compensate. So it wasn't ventilating properly, and it was just turning into an oven. We came in and installed a solar attic fan for free, okay, because we felt that right. we should have caught that during the original inspection. So we covered the cost to install the fan, immediately corrected the problem. Yeah. Now, I've been in hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of attics where we never did ventilation, we just did radiant barrier, but it had a ridge vent and everything was fine. Right. But we learned on hip roofs, flat out, it is not enough. You right. need to have additional forms of outtake ventilation. In my neighborhood, where this is on maybe 10 houses, that's, that's a couple years old. Mm -hmm. They, I mean, it's not like, well, Dave, yeah, back in the day we did it this way. This is new construction. Correct. Right. Yeah, uh, it, it passes code, right? You know, they can put a hip roof up there and then put yeah. a ridge vent on it, and it passes yeah. code. That doesn't mean it works very well. Yeah, and the problem, too, is not having the right ventilation. If it's not, if you don't have an adequate amount, it's going to avoid warranties with the shingle manufacturer. So it's very important to make sure you have the right ventilation because it breaks the asphalt down and the yeah. shingle faster, which means that roof isn't going to last as long. That's uh, why they require you to sign off on things like that uh, to ensure that, that those shingles are going to last what they're supposed to last. Talk to me in the next two minutes about other things that would void a warranty because I'm the worst one for warranties. <laughs> I absolutely want that warranty to be in place and for somebody to tell me 20 years down the road that because I didn't have the right underlayment that my warranty isn't going to be honored that hurts my feelings yeah and I think it's it depends on what kind of warranty that you get that's yeah. important to know that if you're if you're just getting the basic warranty as a homeowner going to Home Depot buying shingles yeah that's going to be different than a warranty that we can give with our certification. So the warranties that we give, depending on which warranty it is, right. even from like you're talking about the underlayment, yeah. it, you're going to be covered because we're certified and CertainTeed's trusting in us to make sure that that roof is done right. If you get a five-star warranty and you find out in 20 years you didn't have underlayment, CertainTeed's still going to cover you. And that's that's the greatest part about it. Something to me that is amazing is that in a situation where, say, perhaps Joe's roofing, whoever Joe is, I don't, you know, he's a wonderful guy. I just don't want him on my roof. But Joe does this installation and he's not 
certainty of what is it called? Certified. Certified. Select Shingle Master. Select. Oh, you guys are Select Shingle Master. We're going to need an acronym. Right. Select Shingle Master. The the certainty Select Shingle Master. Yeah. All right. I'm never going to finish this thought, but Brock, didn't you remember in the 60s or 70s? I wasn't born yet, but I'll try. Reading, reading about Select Shingle Master in the Marvel comics. <laughs> sure, yes. It was Shingle Master. <laughs> That's right. It was. He was a supervillain. His entire right, but the only thing that he did was pull shingles off houses. He was the Shingle Master. He was. A, <laughs> he was a villain. I, I'm sure he would be I if he's he tearing up people's roofs. He'd have right. to be a villain. We're never going to talk about the pro the. the the business of either radiant barrier or roofs on the show. We're just going to talk about <laughs> other things, including Marvel <laughs> Comics. Making Your Home Great, the prime time edition where we are super relaxed. We'll be back in just a little bit. News people coming up next. Welcome back to Making Your Home Great with our special co host from Roofworks, my mom, Holly Bowers. <laughs> Okay, here's the thing. Oh, I know who the kid is now. <laughs> you know that we got, oh we got without doubt the largest <laughs> helium bill in in October for, that Curtis Media has ever had. All right, making your home great. The primetime oh, edition. Man. Holly Bowers from Roofworks. Brock Evans, a triangle radiant barrier. Somebody was in the commercial room making commercials. Before the show started. Sounds like it. I know. I brought her in earlier yeah. this week. I didn't know you guys were going to use this. This is great. <laughs> okay. I can't so, wait to let her hear it. I've got a High Park Bar and Grill gift certificate. All you need to do is call us up. 919-860-9783. Come up with a question better than mine. <laughs> which is, yeah, that's a low bar, really. <laughs> so just go ahead. 919 860 9783 we talked about something during the break and i wanted to um, i wanted to talk about it but frankly i've forgotten what we talked about five seconds ago because the because the little elf came on the radio <laughs> we were talking about jeez ice road truckers underlayment ah like. uh, the underlayments holly said back in the day and how, how does Holly know that? She's not from back she in the she's day. Not back. She so heard. I was back in the day. She wasn't there. Okay. Holly Bowers from Roofworks says back in the day they didn't put underlayment under the shingles. Correct. That's right. Underlayment is what? It's not code? I mean, it's not necessary for code? It is now. Okay. It is now. Oh, well, it, it is now required for code. Okay. Well, that's... But That's the requirement of an underlayment, a lot of the times, was not necessary if the roof was done properly. Oh, okay. Now, do you want to walk walk everybody through the reasoning behind underlayment? Yeah, and I think, so, like he said, if the shingles are installed correctly, it's you don't yeah. essentially need it. But what it's used for is there's two really good, great purposes with technology that has come so far the underlayment, especially the synthetic that we use, is actually has a really great grip on it, so it it makes it safer for the guys to be on the roof. Oh, good. And yeah. it also at, it acts as a secondary protection. So if 
shingles blow off from a big windstorm or a tree limb hits the roof and knocks shingles off, it's going to protect your roof deck from getting wet and getting damaged. All right. Now, Chris in Clayton is going to come on the show in just a couple of seconds. He's going to ask a question that's better than the one that I have thinking of, but I want you to remind me because I'm a little you know, flighty tonight. <laughs> I want to be reminded about nails. Just remind me. Gotcha. In a second. All right. Chris and Clayton, how you doing? Welcome to the show. You're on Making Your Home Great. Yes, good evening. You. Evening. Well, What's going on? Uh, I've got a uh, quite a large home, probably 6,000 square feet. And yeah. It's full daylight basement. Mm-hmm. Uh, first floor is uh, in the front is level with the ground and my upstairs, I've got two bonus rooms, two bedrooms, and two bathrooms. All the exterior bedroom walls are insulated from those two bonus rooms because they are unfinished. Okay. And I do have ridge vents. So my question is, would I need additional vents if I did put in a uh, uh, radiant barrier? Difficult to say without uh, getting eyes on it. Um, Believe it or not, there's a mathematical calculation. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of the roofing companies can actually give you that because that is a variable needed for the uh, warranty to know whether or not the the ventilation uh, uh, causes an issue with the, excuse me, the warranty itself. Um, It's difficult to know without getting out there. I will tell you, if it's not a hip roof, most of the time, a ridge vent is going to be more than adequate uh, ventilation for a traditional attic space. If you had a hip roof, which again, if you're standing on the outside of the house and you're looking at it, it's kind of shaped like a pyramid. Four sides all yeah, kind of go I, up to a point. I do have a hip roof. Okay, so there is a chance you might need additional ventilation. Uh, we can definitely take a look at that for you, run the calculation to determine which... Uh, which size fan is needed. It goes pretty quickly. And and again, we do free estimates. So if you'd like one of my guys to come out and take a look, we absolutely can. Now, there, you have two options. We've talked on the show a few times before, but you either can do an electric fan or a, or a solar fan. I personally believe that electric fans are counterproductive. You're using electricity to cool off the attic to save on electricity. So in yeah. most cases, it cancels itself out. If you do a solar attic fan in 2023, there is a 30% federal tax rebate. That is through the uh, Inflation Reduction Act. So you end up spending like $200 more than you would on an electric fan when it's all said and done. But it's got a 25-year full replacement warranty, which is much better than any electric fan on the market. Would that fan have a uh, storage battery with it? Or no? Uh, no, sir. That fan does not have a storage battery. It's actually common. People ask that question. Well, what if it's not sunny outside? Well, then it's not 130 in the attic. You know, if it's a cloudy day, it might be 80, but that's, that fan is, is set up to run at 95 degrees. So it has to be a fairly warm day yeah. for that fan to kick on. Uh, but I do know that it will hold a charge for quite some time. It doesn't have a battery, but it does hold a charge. Okay. And I put, this house is 15 years old. It's a custom-built home. Mm-hmm. 
I had uh, a reputable uh, roofing company, rather large roofing company in the Raleigh Durham area. Yeah, don't say their names. I already know oh, who I, they are. Go ahead. Uh, so do I. Yeah, I've listened enough. I know a little better than that. But uh, <laughs> they've done a, a good job. But I purchased fifty-year shingles, mm. and I don't think they're going to make fifty years. <laughs> okay, you know, are you? I'll warranty later on down the road. Yeah. Yeah. Are you out in the middle of a field? Are you seeing a lot of sunlight on all sides? No, I'm in the middle of. Uh, 48 acre wooded lot you know what i think if with the ventilation if you don't have adequate ventilation that goes back to what we were talking about earlier that that could be breaking the shingles down faster as well and 15 years with possibly not having enough ventilation is going to cause some issues with the age deterioration I i got a question for you chris what do the shingles look like that you think they're not gonna last uh, well, they they still look good. They just don't look like they did when they were new. That's okay. what I'm saying. And I've got a couple other issues quickly. One, yeah, go ahead. I've got moss growing on the north side of my dormers, mm. and I don't want to put anything on the shingles that would uh, uh, deteriorate them or avoid a warranty, but I've heard about zinc bars. Yes, sir. That's, um, you know, I think it's worth, if you want us, we'll come out and do an inspection. We need to really get up there and see what's going on. Because once the guys do an assessment and they inspect everything, they can give you a really thorough report based on, you know, the remaining age, what's going on with the LG. And you get Brock out there to do the evaluation on the ventilation. I think that really sounds like that's what you need just to have a peace of mind here. I would agree. And those zinc bars do... I mean, those if if it's applied correctly and in the right the, the right spot, then yeah, they do make a, a an impact for sure. What does he do? Put something up there? Well, well the zinc usually goes along the ridge, and it yeah. just um, trickles down, and it helps keep the algae off the roof, and it also kills the algae. So nowadays, right. they make the shingles. The shingles have a certain amount of zinc in them as well. Yeah. But in his case, he's in the woods. He's probably got much more areas on the roof that are shaded than others, and that's what's causing that growth too. Yep. All right, Chris, a couple of things. Hang on because, you know, we want to get your information because we're going to send you a High Park Bar and Grill gift certificate, $25 just for asking a quality question. The second one was Chris honestly just wanted to brag about how big his house is <laughs> and it's 48 acres and it's i'd like to come acres. out just to see the acreage that's exactly that'd be right. nice the yeah third... to have that in clayton nowadays yeah is, that's, that's, pretty, that's, that's pretty great. awesome and chris the other thing i want to kind of poke you about is to to uh, let you know since you didn't have the best roofing company come out it's good idea to have roofworks come out and just you know take a look at what the other guys did I agree with that. All right, good, good. All right, Chris, hang on. We're going to get your uh, name and number and all the other details to send you that gift certificate. Thank you, Chris. All right. Making your home great on WPTF. Nails. Nails. You remembered. Why in blazes do we put a layment down? I know the answer, sort of. You put an underlayment down. Then you put shingles on it, and you just nail holes in the whole thing. <laughs> that shouldn't is correct. There, shouldn't there be a better way to do it? 
called ice and water shield. Well, I mean, you could staple it, but that absolutely is not okay, the way at all. But okay. that would be, I mean, you've got to make sure those shingles are secured. So nailing is the only way. I shouldn't, I shouldn't worry about the fact you've taken all my thousands of dollars of shingles and you've nailed holes in them? <laughs> well, how else are they going to stick up there? I have no idea. As long as we're not putting the nail right in the middle of the shingle, uh, and we're, we're using the, the proper way to install them, the proper amount of nails, and you don't over-nail it, we you'll, put, you'll be we, all right. We put one nail. Uh, the, we cover up the nail holes, is what we say, with the next shingle. Wow, you're learning. Yeah, I am learning. Pretty, I'm proud of you. Pretty good. <laughs> As I said to uh, Craig the Floor Guy last week or the week before, Craig, I know everything about your business except how to do it. <laughs> That's, that is my... We, we haven't had a live show in the middle of someone's kitchen yet while they're laying floor, so well, we'll get there. We That's probably it. should. We're on, we're on the way. That's a good idea. Which reminds me, High Park Bar and Grill, the place for lunch and dinner, we will eventually... Figure out a way to do this radio program on a Saturday afternoon from High Park. I hope so. I, I would look forward to that. A lot of moving parts have to have to be moved, you know, in order security, to security, you know, we, we have to have all of our security there oh, yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to protect us. Yes. You know, from all of our fans that are <laughs> knocking down the door. <laughs> there, there is that. There is that. We have to we have to get uh, um, we get a lean on our insurance. It'll cover us, <laughs> right. cover us just in case there's accidents. All right. Making your home great uh, on the radio for a Friday night. Uh, we are live on the show and lively. Holly Bowers from RoofWorks is here and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier on WPTF. Making your home great. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Making your home great on WPTF. Holly Bowers from RoofWorks and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. We're on the radio talking about homes and your home. Uh, 919-860-9783 is the telephone number. You want to check in with us, uh, you can get a, uh, an answer to your question or just make a comment. And if you have any general home improvement questions you guys have, well, uh, if we can answer them for you, we'd be more than happy to. I learned a valuable lesson this weekend. What's that? Our washing machine, you know, you got our, your washer and dryer, and our washer is three months old, maybe. Yeah. And we purchased and uh, went down in the basement. It was dropping water everywhere. And I thought, oh, no, it must be detached, you know, from the back where the, yeah. the line hooks up. And we pulled it back, and everything was hooked up. Turned out we washed the dog blanket, and dog hair got all up in the filter and clogged uh -huh. it, and it wouldn't drain, and it was spilling out the bottom. And, yep. you know, those are the little home improvement things that, those are the good questions to ask. If you guys have any any normal home improvement questions out there that you'd like to get answered, just give us a call. We had some drama this week. We um, we had a plug, like a, a stopped-up drain in the shower or a bathtub, which is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Nobody uses it except my granddaughters who come and play, and they, they're in the water. They'll stay in the water until the water is chill <laughs> until it's they come out looking like a raisin oh they're amazing it's like isn't it is it too cold nope nope i'm good because they think that i'm going to kick them out of the tub so that they're splashing around forever i don't know kids can produce some serious hairballs well this is the thing she <laughs> the fella came out 
from the Home Shield company. Okay. And pulled out a hair bow. <laughs> I was going to say, is it like a Barbie head or something? In there? No, it's like a, a, a full-size child's hair bow with some other hair on it. Uh-huh. But, you know. You, you guys have any experience with those with those those systems? The the companies you call to repair your appliances. Uh, not a lot. It's like um, an insurance. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a few actually. We there's a uh, building in downtown Dunn. Yeah. Right, and forgive me, I cannot remember the name of it, uh, but right on the corner in downtown Dunn, and it's been there for fifty or sixty years or longer in this beautiful old building. But that's all the guy that owns the business does is oh. people bring in their their lawn mowers, their washing machines, yeah. their dishwashers, or microwaves. And he will tear them apart and repair them. And I wish I could remember them off the top of my head, but just look up, uh, you know, repair shop and done. And that guy's been doing it for a long time. So I run into those guys every once in a while. They're, they're unicorns. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all these new equipment that's, that's coming out today, they're not built like they used to. Mm -hmm. Uh, I remember the wash machine we had growing up, we had for, I don't know, a decade or longer. Sure. And the new ones today, you can go down and spend three thousand dollars on. They'll last you five, six, seven years tops. Yeah, because it's the technology. It's the technology. So a lot of these older ones, they'll go in and get them repaired, and you get another twenty years out of them. Yeah. They're just they're built to last. You you're scaring me because we got the space age things. Oh, so we, did we. And we, in three months, it clogged the filter and flooded the part of, bottom part of my basement. You know, I mean, uh, I they're the kind that. They rebalance themselves, uh-huh. you know, so it never jumps across the room. Right. It doesn't go thump, 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 thump. It, it, you first thing it does is it, is it balances. Yeah, they are, it, they are fancy. The more technology you add, I yeah. mean, you you walk in and your dryer's like, "Would you like to wash your shorts today, Brock?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. when it when my wash machine's talking to me, that's just one more thing that's going to break at some point. That when we're loading the refrigerator, if you leave the refrigerator open. For too long, it starts beeping, and my wife will talk to it. So say, "I know." I'm in the. I'll I'm get the, to you in a minute. I'll get to you in a minute. It's going ding ding. That's right. where the world's going, though. It, it is. It is smart Not, homes, smart, smart wash machines, smart microwaves. It's uh, all smart. High tech in roofing still is weight, right? The new shingles weigh more. Than the old three tab. I think high tech and roofing is the new solar shingles. Yeah. So I, oh, is it? Yeah. Yes. That's. I mean, I would say that's probably the most high tech coming through the pipeline. Those be. things are crazy. Those shingles that are that are solar panels. Mm-hmm. They are and impressive. They're just, yeah, they're. I mean, they're coming up with new and new ideas. So they just keep. They really just keep getting better and better. Yeah. Who? who they're still really have? expensive, and that's the part right. that you know. Certainty. Certainty. Yeah, she had a Certainty rep on here a few weeks ago. Yeah, so Certainty came up with a that um, solar shingle, which is really, really, really awesome. We're excited about it, right. and I think that's going to be on the forefront coming through the pipeline. Now, do they hammer right through that, like a? Like, no, the cool thing about that is that yeah. so it's integrated right with the roof deck. You don't have to put shingles underneath, which that's the biggest issue on a solar system is yeah. when you have. 
a whole roof system underneath the solar panel right. system. You've got to take the panels off to get to any repairs in the roof. Yeah. This is built into and integrated into the roof deck. You just need high temp underlayment and the whole panel system goes together. It, the way that they've made it and designed it is just really impressive. Yeah, if, if you are building a house yeah. during construction, that is when you absolutely want to have that type of roof system installed for yes. a few reasons. It is going to cost you more more money than a traditional roof. There's no question about it. Right. If it's done during construction, you wrap it into your mortgage. Yeah. All right. It might make your mortgage payment go up a few ticks, but you have arguably the most technologically advanced roofing system that is out right now. Yes. And it not only does a great job in protecting your your family, protecting your belongings, uh, leaks, stuff like that. Yeah. But it's it's producing your own power. And that is something that is going to pay for itself, especially if you're having a house built. You're not going to be there for three years. Yeah. Right? That's a that's a long-term investment thing. Right. And it will absolutely pay itself off just in utility savings. Hmm. The other thing is I want people to assess whether they need to have Brock come out either for the the uh, – radiant barrier in the attic mm. or to encapsulate the crawl space because again that's a long-term thing you want to think about it before you do it i if you're going to move out next week you know who cares yeah but you, what is the benefit of encapsulating the crawl space other than i'm not going to get mold well, indoor air quality is, you know, people always are under the impression encapsulating the crawl space is going to make an impact on utility usage, and that's just not factually mm -hmm. accurate. Mm -hmm. um, the reason you do crawl space work is is for indoor air quality. About half the air you breathe originates in the crawl space. Yeah. So if it's a moldy or, a you know, a, a environment down there with fungus, that's stuff that you're breathing in. Um, another bonus to it? Yeah. If you notice on any of our contracts, if any of our listeners out there are former customers of ours, they can attest to this. But on our encapsulated crawl space contracts, there's no sales tax. There's no sales tax because it's a capital gain improvement. Oh, when you encapsulate okay. your crawl space, you're actually increasing the value of the home itself. So there's there's several good reasons to have a crawl space done, either during construction or after the fact, the majority of our business is sealing crawl spaces that are already in built homes. Yes. Chris from Clayton called up, and I think he's going to have RoofWorks come out. We didn't talk this episode about the fact that you'll have people come out, or you'll come out, RoofWorks will, and either inspect your roof or repair small things oh yeah and if we're, if we're going out if you call us because you have a leak we're going to go out and take care of that leak but we're also going to check everything else over out there to see if there's any other issues because if we're on the roof we're going to go ahead and inspect everything for you okay roof works the website is is a uh, roof w-e-r-k-s dot com right and the uh, telephone number? It's 919-852-2660. You got a nice showroom where? We do at 5413 Hillsborough Street. All right, Brock, 
um, Triangle Radiant Barrier is uh, on the web at? Oh, yes, triangleradiantbarrier.com, or just reach out to our office to set an appointment at 919-986-8808. Next weekend, we're on a Saturday afternoon on WPTF.